Hey, it's Alan, and I just wanted to let you know that you can now listen to the ongoing history of new music early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, it's that time again. Another year is almost at an end. And once again, we have been subjected to the whims of the universe and human stupidity throughout 2022. It got better with COVID, but then we have the war in Ukraine. Politics are more polarized than ever, no matter where you go. Social media is still making us stupider. And try as he might to leave the planet, Elon Musk is still here. When it comes to the world of music, we lost Taylor Hawkins, Andy Fletcher of Depeche Mode, Paul Ryder of the Happy Mondays, Mark Lanigan, Dallas Good of the Sadies, Meatloaf, Ronnie Hawkins, Coolio, Olivia Newton-John, and Ronnie Spector, among others. And it's still hard to make a living from streaming. Artists are getting burned out on the road. Inflation is killing everyone. That's a lot to deal with. So here's hoping that 2023 will be better. We got to think that, otherwise we'd go crazy. This is also the time of year when I try to clean up the home office where I do all my ongoing history research and writing and production. I'm always looking for interesting and cool stuff to talk about when it comes to anything related to music. And when I have enough material on a particular subject, I can write a new episode. But doing things this way results in a lot of orphaned material. Research that has gone unused because I couldn't find a place for it for whatever reason, or I couldn't find enough of it to make it worth writing an episode. And it would be a shame for all this knowledge and trivia and factoids to go to waste. So it's time again for another annual purge. So watch out. A lot of information is about to be dumped on you. This is the 2022 edition of 60 Mind-Blowing Facts About Music in 60 Minutes. This is the Ongoing History of New Music podcast with Alan Cross. Hello again, I'm Alan Cross, and I'm always looking for new and cool things about music to report back to you. And at the end of each year, I organize this data dump of the best of the stuff I did not use for ongoing history programs over the last 12 months. I want this information documented and disseminated so I don't have it cluttering up my desk and my hard drives anymore. What you do with this material is up to you. I'm hoping that you'll find a home for it, or at the very least, use these bits of trivia to impress your friends and, you know, maybe win a bar bet or two. There's no real organization or plan here. These are just random bits that I found interesting, and I hope you will too. So you ready? Let us begin. Mind-blowing fact number one of 60. Sesame Street was once sued over the letter B. 
1979, the show featured a song called Letter B to the tune of the Beatles, Let It Be. It ran for several years before Sesame Street was hit with a lawsuit. Now, to be fair, it wasn't the Beatles who filed this suit, but someone who had purchased the rights to the song. In the end, the suit was settled for a fine of $50. Number two, Slipknot often plays the 1979 disco song Funky Town as part of their soundcheck. I think I'd kind of like to see that. Number three, the late Jamaican producer Lee Scratch Perry had some interesting production techniques, one of which was blowing pot smoke into the mixing desk to make sure it had the appropriate mystical properties. He spritzed the master tapes of recordings with a mix of whiskey, blood, and urine, which was designed to enhance their spiritual fidelity, whatever that meant. Oh, and he sometimes pooped into a champagne glass, which he then kept in a cabinet in his house. As one does, of course. Number four, when he died earlier this year, Meatloaf's songwriting partner, Jim Steinman, had been working on a musical about Batman. Last time I checked, some of the demos are still on his website. Five, when Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, died in 2021, the British broadcast regulator received a record number of complaints from people saying that the news coverage was just way too much. The previous record holder had been Jerry Springer, the opera. Fact number six. You know when something dramatic happens, we use the musical notes, dun-dun-dun. Where did that audio meme come from? Well, apparently the first appearance seems to have been in Stravinsky's 1913 ballet, Rite of Spring. But if we hear it today, it's probably from a production record made in 1984. It's officially known as Shock Horror A and should only use the notes D-sharp, C, and F-sharp. See? Again, it's cool, but what do you do with that? And mind-blowing musical fact number seven. Blink-182's iconic Enema of the State album cover originally showed a red cross on the nurse's hat. However, the band was forced to remove the cross from the cover after the American Red Cross told them that it was a violation of the Geneva Convention because the band was in no way a medical entity. Blink understood and changed it to what we see now. Soldiering on with mind-blowing fact about music number eight. I don't know why we need to know this, but scientists have determined that goldfish can distinguish music by different composers. Scientists played music by Bach and Stravinsky for the fish, and they found that they could identify, as in the fish, the correct composer about 75% of the time. It's interesting that they only tested goldfish, and they only used classical music. Number nine. There's a persistent legend that Johnny Cash was the first American to learn of the death of Soviet leader Joseph Stalin. In 1953, Cash was a Morse code operator in the U.S. Air Force. His job was decoding communications between Soviet officials. It is said that on March 3, 1953, he was the one who intercepted the first messages of Stalin's death. And when he passed it up the chain, that's how the rest of the world knew about it. If you're skeptical, you should be. Johnny didn't know how to speak Russian, let alone Russian Morse code, and there's speculation that Johnny may have exaggerated things a little. Number 10. Everyone knows that Elvis Presley starred in some terrible movies back in the 1960s, but things could have been so much better had his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, had not turned down other offers. 
Elvis was approached about starring in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, West Side Story, Midnight Cowboy, and get this, The Godfather, where he would have been cast as Tom Hagen, the Corleone family's conciliary. That role went to Robert Duvall, of course. Can you imagine Elvis being in that role? Oh, and Elvis was briefly considered for the lead in Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Gene Wilder got that one instead. Fact number 11. How does Paul McCartney stay so energetic and youthful? I mean, beyond his vegetarianism. He does eye yoga, which is a series of exercises that he says has kept his sight sharp. And every morning when he gets up, he does an unsupported headstand for five minutes. Dude, whatever works. Number 12. On August 14, 1951, the owners of the Brooklyn Dodgers had a special deal. If you brought a musical instrument to the game against the Boston Braves, you got in for free. Exactly 2,426 people took him up on the offer, and the Dodgers won. But the New York Times reported that the real loser was music, which took an incalculable beating. That's a quote. Must have been awfully noisy. Number 13, the next time a fly is buzzing around your head, note the sound. The common housefly flaps its wings at about 190 times per second. The human ear interprets that as a pitch in the key of F. Not all flies are the same size, of course, so their wings aren't the same size. But because they all have the same wing flap rate, the frequencies all fit that key. The key of F for fly. 14. Many artists have vied for the opportunity to perform a theme for a James Bond movie, but have had their submissions rejected. Radiohead is one of the most famous to have their offering turned down, but so is Alice Cooper. He wrote something for 1973's The Man with the Golden Gun, but it was thrown out. Instead, it appeared on his album Muscle of Love. And fact number 15. If you have a copy of the Lemonheads 1992 album, It's a Shame About Ray, you'll know that we see the lower half of a girl's face. That's the same girl that we see on the bus in the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Wow, totally useless information, but I, I guess someone should know this, right? It's a shame Here are more of our 60 mind-blowing facts about music in 60 minutes. It's number 16. Brian May of Queen uses banjo strings on his guitars. They're lighter and thinner and thus can bend much easier, and that's how he got the signature Queen sound. Number 17. Dairy farmers in India are playing music for cows to help them deal with the stress of high heat on milk production. They seem to like soft, warm music with flutes. 18. The title of the Beach Boys classic, Good Vibrations, was inspired by a barking dog. Brian Wilson's mum once remarked that dogs could pick up vibrations about people. This is why dogs bark at some people and don't bark at others. It's all about the vibrations they sense from individual people, she said. Even then, the original title of the song was Good Vibes, but after Wilson brought in someone to play a theremin-like instrument, the vibrations of which were thought to be very cool, the song's title was changed from Good Vibes to Good Vibrations. 19. On a similar note, the title of the Doors song, Touch Me, was originally Hit Me. That was changed when people warned Jim Morrison that people might actually take him up on that offer with a punch to the face. And fact number 20. If you ever get an email from Robert Smith of The Cure, 
do not be offended because it's written in all caps. That's the only way he replies to all emails. And by the way, he only reads and replies to emails on Thursdays. This brings us to 20 mind-blowing facts about music for the year ending 2022 CE. Another 40 to go. Hang tight. This is my annual data purge known as 60 mind-blowing facts about music in 60 minutes, as I seek to clear my desk of unused research and trivia before the end of the year. We're now up to fact number 21. Back in Duran Duran's glory days, Nick Rhodes absolutely refused to stay in any hotel room with brown walls. No one seems to know why. 22. Jingle Bells, the Christmas classic, was originally written as a song to celebrate American Thanksgiving when it was published by James Lloyd Pierpoint in 1857. 23. Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine has a degree in political science and social studies from Harvard. That's well known amongst fans. When he was in school, he played in a band called Board of Education, B-O-R-E-D, with a woman named Carolyn Bertozzi. She won the Nobel Prize for Chemistry in 2022 for the development of click chemistry and bioorthogonal chemistry. Don't even ask me. 24. Many artists saw their music go viral on TikTok in 22. The most unlikely beneficiary was Charles Manson. For reasons unknown, a song that was released in 1970 entitled Home Is Where You're Happy was used by hundreds of videos as a soundtrack to clips celebrating the fall season, which just seems wrong. Fact number 25. There is a mini-industry for artists who write songs about poop, specifically for smart speakers. They figured out that young kids love to ask Alexa or Google to play a song about poop, and they've only been too happy to oblige. These songs have titles like Poopy Diaper Song, Poopy Stupid Butt, and Never Gonna Flush Again. And yes, they're making good coin doing this. Let's uh, let's try this. Okay, Google, play a song about poop. The poop song by Poop Man. Sure, playing on Spotify. Here we go. No, we we don't need to hear that. Okay, Google, stop. Twenty-six. One of the weirdest tributes of the past year came from a guy named Prince Midnight. He fashioned a toilet that looks exactly like Metallica drummer Lars Ulrich. Uh, it's set up so that you would basically sit in Lars's lap. This is the same guy who previously fashioned a working guitar out of his dead uncle's bones. And number 27, there is a sex toy named after Fatboy Slim. Because of course there is. He says this is the greatest honor he's ever received. Here's more of my list of 60 mind-blowing things about music that I learned in 2022. Number 28. Back in 15th century France, King Louis XI commissioned a piano-sized pig-based instrument. It was accomplished by collecting pigs of various sizes, each with different pitched squeals. They were arranged to form a rough scale, 
and a keyboard was connected to spikes that stabbed each pig as required, creating a melody of sorts. Is Peter around then? 29. In addition to his Truth Social social media app, Donald Trump wanted to launch a streaming service. I heard about this back in May when the company advertised for positions, so they had actually started to create it, but it seems to have fallen off the radar. Number 30. This isn't funny at all. Some sicko or sickos terrorized dancers in clubs across France by stabbing people with some kind of needle or syringe, the majority of them women. One second, they were all having a good time, but then the next second, they were all sweaty and nauseous and dizzy. There were at least 60 reports of this, and some clubs reported attendance dropping by 50% because many people were afraid of being stabbed by a syringe while they were dancing. Fact number 31. DJ Remote is a DJ based out of Hamburg. He released an album entitled R64 this year that came only on a Nintendo 64 cartridge. If you wanted to play it, you had to find a functioning console. And all 15 songs had to fit within the 8 megabyte capacity of the cartridge. And this isn't the first time DJ Remote has done something like this. In the past, he's released albums for both Super NES and Game Boys. Moving to fact number 32, Andy Cartwright was a Ukrainian rapper whose wife found out that he was having an affair. She then allegedly drugged him, killed him, cut him up with a hacksaw, and fed him to the rats. Still with dead rappers, we have item number 33. Back on March the 18th, a rapper named Gunu was shot in a parking lot in Maryland in an apparent armed robbery. A few weeks later, his friends and family celebrated his life with an event at a local nightclub. Gunu was there, embalmed, propped up, dressed in designer clothes, and wearing a crown. And the body stayed there the entire night. I should point out that something similar happened with a Toronto drummer named Bonnie Brent, except that at his wake, he was propped up behind his beloved drum kit. Number 34. Terry F. Pettijohn II, a professor of psychology at Coastal Carolina University, watches how popular tastes shift with economic conditions. This includes studying how economic and social factors shape preferences in popular music. Looking at number one songs on Billboard between 1955 and 2003, this was for a paper published in the journal Psychology of Music, he discovered that in uncertain economic times, people tend to prefer songs that are long, slower, and with meaningful lyrics. It's not a perfect correlation, but it's close. Meanwhile, Playboy Playmates have tended to be more mature-looking in bad times. I'm just throwing that in. Draw your own conclusions for that one. And number 35, Liam Gallagher's solo gig at Nebworth this past summer was a big deal to many people. Somebody grabbed a club of grass from the field that day and put it up for sale on eBay. Bidding eventually reached beyond 40,000 pounds. That's more than 60,000 Canadian dollars. I have no idea what happened after that. Here we go with fact number 36. Merch sales are more important than ever when it comes to an artist's revenue stream. British musician Youngblood entered into a partnership with Gum5, the chewing gum company, to release a limited edition line of necklaces, and each one featured a pendant containing a wad of gum 
personally chewed by Youngblood himself. And yes, they sold out. 37. A couple of inmates held at the Oklahoma County Detention Center filed a lawsuit claiming that they were tortured by being subjected to baby shark on repeat for four hours. This happened back in 2019. Two jail officers responsible ended up resigning and faced misdemeanor cruelty charges. Item 38. Luxury brand Louis Vuitton debuted a new Bluetooth speaker this year. It's as ugly as hell, if you ask me, because it's impractically shaped like a flying saucer. And it sold for over $5,000. A portable Bluetooth speaker. 39. Rapper Uzi Vert is the guy known for parading around with a $24 million diamond embedded in his forehead. But that's not what I'm talking about. He once declared that he wanted to buy his own planet. He had his eye on Wasp-127b, a gas giant planet, 332 light years away. I, um, oh, never mind. In fact, number 40, there was a UK study to determine which songs are the most popular when people are sitting on the toilet. The number one track, Sweater Weather by The Neighborhood. Feel free to discuss the logic of that one. That's 40 of 60 mind-blowing facts about music for this year. Still another 20 to go, and they're all coming up next. We're two-thirds the way through the annual list of 60 mind-blowing facts about music. Again, this is information I've encountered over the last 12 months but didn't know what to do with. So I'm turning all this knowledge over to you in hopes that you will have better luck. There's another 20 to go. Fact number 41 is actually a bunch of facts. We've seen some interesting experiments with vinyl over the last year or so. A metal band called Sleep approached Jack White's Third Man Records to manufacture a re-release of their 1999 album called Dope Smoker. It was pressed on green vinyl with actual marijuana leaves embedded in it. There are a couple of companies in Europe that are trying to create durable yet biodegradable records. Regular vinyl is bad for the environment, so they want to make a difference. And a Toronto guy named Justin Pape wants to take things even further. He's working hard to make a vinyl-like record that is edible. Fact number 42, a South Korean biologist made what he calls a living record. Using active yeast cells, he somehow managed to capture the vibration of these cells and turned it into music. I don't know what you're playing on, a Petri dish? Number 43, there's a new fragrance diffuser called the Olfactive Stereophonique. It's designed to make things smell nice while you're listening to music. I quote, it's a one-of-a-kind diffuser guaranteed to create a revolutionary scent and sound experience. While olfactive stereophonique doesn't create any sound itself, you can pick the music of your choice to pair with its heavenly fragrance. $1,300 US dollars. I think I'll stick with my Febreze. Fact number 44. The city of Toronto bought a big digging machine to bore the tunnels for a new subway line in Scarborough. A contest was held to name the machine, and the winner was Diggy Scardust. I see what you did there. Moving to number 45. Just playing a Janet Jackson song is enough to crash certain Windows laptops. If the laptop is running Windows XP, and it really shouldn't be, and it has a 5400 RPM hard drive, and the video that you play is her 1989 rhythm hit, Rhythm Nation, 
you will find that it features natural resonant frequencies that cause that particular hard drive using that particular operating system to vibrate so violently that it would fail. And this could happen even if the video was playing on another laptop close to yours. 46. I guess this is music-related enough, because how many musicians wear these kinds of shoes? A woman was struck by lightning in a Washington, D.C. park this past summer, was apparently saved from death because of the thick rubber soles of her Doc Martens boots. They insulated her just enough to keep her from getting completely zapped. She's fine. 47. Primates are our closest relatives. Scientists have long been interested if they might like to make music too. And that might help in those zoos and other places where they need some fun and stimulation. And that's why they're working on a primate version of both Spotify and Netflix. They call it the Monkey Media Player. 48. On a similar note, there's much research going into the musical preferences of dogs. According to one study conducted in 2022, the best, most calming song that you can play for an anxious dog in the car is How Deep Is Your Love from the Bee Gees. Among the worst is Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Item 49. It is illegal to lip-sync in Turkmenistan. Back in 2005, its crazy dictator president declared that lip-syncing created a, quote, negative effect on the development of singing and musical art. He may have a terrible human rights record, but he may be correct on this one. And number 50. A researcher at the University of London says he figured out the elements that make an iconic song. He used a bunch of different data points, including key, tempo, length, the average number of chords per song, as well as something he calls spectral flux and tonic dissonance. When a bunch of songs were analyzed using this criteria, this song was determined to be the most iconic ever. We're into the home stretch of our 60 mind-blowing facts about music in 60 minutes. This is number 51. I'd forgotten that Montreal Canadiens legend Guy Lafleur released a disco album back in the 1970s. Of course you want a taste. Once you have mastered a good shot, you must learn when to use it. It's important when you practice your shots to always shoot towards the target. Control of any shot comes from a close or open blade. Okay, that's enough. Moving on to number 52. If you need a Christmas gift idea, you can now buy a Willie Nelson Chia Pet. Save that for somebody you really, really want to annoy. Related to that is item number 53. A Polish grandmother in Brampton, Ontario, bought a singing dancing toy cactus, supposedly a teaching aid from Walmart, that sings in three languages. When it got to the Polish bits, it turns out that the cactus sang a song about depression and doing lines of coke. Somebody at the Chinese factory didn't check their work, apparently. Still with China, fact number 54. The Communist Party has a list of songs that are banned from being performed in karaoke bars because they're supposedly subversive and endangers national unity. Titles include Beijing Hooligans, Don't Want to Go to School, and Fart. 55. Taylor Swift fans were confused by her re-recording of her Red album, complaining that the vinyl pressing sounded bad and featured a man's voice. They took to the internet to voice their displeasure. The problem was they were playing on the wrong speed. This particular version needed to be played at 45 RPM, not 33. 
56. There was an administrative error at a hospital somewhere. According to a tweet I saw, someone listed a newborn's name as Corn, as in the new metal band. That's the kid's first name on the birth certificate. That made his legal first name Corn. I'm not sure how parents managed to correct that. 57. Thousands of people follow KFC on Twitter, but KFC only follows 11 people back. Six guys named Herb and all five of the Spice Girls. I'll say that again. Six guys named Herb and all five of the Spice Girls. Think about it, and you will get it eventually. 58. Put this on your calendar. August 24th. It's International Strange Music Day. It's been happening since 1997. Who knew? And on that date, you're supposed to spend time listening to weird music. That's it. That's the whole concept. Number 59. Comedian Billy Crystal had an interesting babysitter. His dad, Jack Crystal, owned a record label called Commodore Records. When Jack needed someone to look after little Billy, he asked one of the artists on his label to babysit. And that artist was Billy Holiday. And finally, mind-blowing fact number 60 of 60. In my books, the guys in Weezer are champions of band merch. They once offered a Weezer-branded robot vacuum cleaner. They called it a Roomba, spelled with a silent W, of course. They had five, which they all gave away in a contest surrounding the release of their OK Human album. And that's it for another year. Thank you for helping me with this purge of mostly useless information from my office. As of now, things start anew. Whenever I stumble over something odd or useless or ultra cool but doesn't really fit anywhere, I will add it to the list for 2023. And in 12 months, we'll meet back here for another 60 mind-blowing facts about music in 60 minutes. Oh, and should you come across something, please let me know. Meanwhile, you can go back into the podcast archives and get all the other shows like this. And believe me, if you listen to all of them, you will experience music trivia overload. Music news and information for me 24-7 on my website, which is a ajournalofmusicalthings.com. If you don't have the free daily newsletter, you're missing out on all kinds of cool stuff. We can meet up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as long as Twitter lasts. And should you need to reach me, use alan at alancross.ca. And again, and I can't emphasize this enough, that includes if you run across any odd music trivia that the rest of us should know about. I will put it on the list for 2023. Technical Productions by Rob Johnston. Thank you for listening. Talk soon. I'm Alan Cross. You've been listening to the Ongoing History of New Music podcast with Alan Cross. Subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Thank you.